Well, happy Pentecost Sunday to you all. It's great that we can be here today to celebrate this really big day in the church. Pentecost Sunday, when Jesus Christ sends the Holy Spirit upon the church to enliven her with the fire of the Holy Spirit. That's why we wear red today, to remember the fire of the Holy Spirit, the tongues of fire descending on the apostles, and the charge of Jesus Christ to go out and to witness to the gospel. And I was talking to a guy a couple days ago as we were talking about Pentecost Sunday coming up, and he was saying how he's excited for it. And they said, you know, Father, I really wish I could have been at the real Pentecost. You know, the one that we read about, where the rushing wind actually came through, where the tongues of fire actually came down. I wish I could have been at that one. And I said, yeah, well, that, that would have been really nice, huh? It would have been pretty cool to be there the first time that Jesus poured out the Holy Spirit upon the church. It would have been great to see that because the church needed that at that point. The church needed, the apostles needed those signs to be convinced of the strength that they were given through the Holy Spirit. But then I had to caution him and say, don't forget that we really receive the Holy Spirit still. You know, just because we don't have those same signs, those same outward signs that they had right at the very beginning of the church, that doesn't mean we receive any less of the Holy Spirit. No, Jesus still truly, fully gives us his Holy Spirit through the sacraments today. Don't forget that in your baptism, you were brought into the body of Christ. You were sealed with the mark of Jesus Christ on your soul. You were given the Holy Spirit at your baptism so that you could be a witness to Jesus. And don't forget furthermore that at your confirmation, you received an even greater influx of the Holy Spirit to give you power and strength and fortitude and all of the gifts of the Holy Spirit specifically so that you can go out and preach the gospel so that you can be a witness to the love of Jesus Christ in the world. Don't forget those things. And you know, brothers and sisters, sometimes it's easy for us to fall into this trap where we think of our faith as merely something personal. We think of our faith as merely something that we do for ourselves. In other words, we see our faith, our practices, our beliefs as something that's good for us, but not necessarily good for everybody else. We say that I believe it, but you know what? Everybody else out there, do whatever you want. That's not what we're called to. That's not what we've been given the Holy Spirit for. We've been given the Holy Spirit so that we can go out and preach the good news to all of the people around us. We are meant to go out and truly be witnesses. And look, I get it. It's not easy today to go out and preach your Christian faith, especially as Catholics. It's not easy to go out into our world and to preach what you believe in. The world is not a friendly place to Catholics. And here's a few examples. I don't know if you saw this, but recently, the state of California actually passed a bill trying to require priests to break the seal of confession in certain circumstances. They were trying to require, by law, priests to break the seal of confession. Isn't that incredible? So a priest now has to choose whether he wants to go to jail or whether he wants to be excommunicated from the church. For any good priest, uh, it's not much of a choice. Right? I would gladly die 
rather than break the seal of confession. It's that sacred. But still, brothers and sisters, this is a direct attack on the church by that state. Thanks be to God, we live in the great country of the United States where we have religious freedom. But if we're not the ones to stand up and keep fighting for it, we're not going to have it much longer. We need to be able to go out and preach the good news of Jesus Christ. Another example, I'm sure you've seen much of the extreme abortion legislation going through many states. Thanks be to God, there are some states passing pro-life legislation. That's a great thing. Illinois is not one of them. Illinois is continuing to pass more and more progressive abortion legislation. We cannot stand for this, brothers and sisters. It's not an issue of women's rights. It's not an issue of the right to choose. It's an issue of human life. Is what's in a woman's womb human life? The answer, of course, is yes, beginning from conception. We know that to be human life made in the holy image of God. And because of that, we must stand up for those who cannot defend themselves. We must be willing to go out and defend the innocent. If we're not going to do it, nobody else is. A further example. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but apparently June is Gay Pride Month in the world, I guess, um, where the culture around us tries to strong arm us into saying that anything that anybody decides to do with anybody is okay. And if you don't say that, you're full of hate. If you don't say that, and rather you stand up for what Jesus Christ taught us about marriage, that it's a holy covenant between one man and one woman, if you stand up for that, you're somehow labeled as a bigot or full of hate. It's not an issue of hate, brothers and sisters. It's an issue of the truth. It's an issue of the gospel. It's an issue of the Holy Spirit living within us that we need to go out and stand up for what is true and for what's good. We are called to do this. We are called to be witnesses in our world, even though it's not easy. Not sure if you're aware of this, but the word martyr literally simply means witness. You know, we celebrate martyrs lots of the time in the life of the church. We remember that they went so far in their witness to Jesus Christ that they were willing to give their lives. Again, thanks be to God, we live in the United States. We're probably not going to be called to give our lives for what we believe in. But we are called to really be martyrs in a certain way, to witness to what Jesus teaches us. In the past eight or nine days or so, we've gotten to celebrate three martyrs in the life of the church. We celebrated first St. Justin. He was a second century martyr living in the Roman Empire. And because he stood up and preached the gospel, he was put to death for it. A couple days after that, we celebrated St. Charles Lawanga and his 21 companions who were 19th century martyrs in the country of Uganda. They stood up for what they believed in. They stood up against the king in that area, specifically against his homosexual views, and they were put to death for it. After that, we celebrated St. Boniface, an 8th century martyr who was born in England and went to what is now Germany to preach the faith. And he was put to death by the pagans there. Brothers and sisters, 
our Catholic faith is full of saints giving witness to Jesus Christ. And we are called to do the same, no doubt about it. We are continuously strengthened by the Holy Spirit through the life of the church. We are continuously strengthened by Jesus Christ present to us in the Eucharist. By the way, if you can come to Mass and come up for communion and say amen when the priest says this is the body of Christ, in other words, you're saying, I believe that a miracle happens when I come to Mass and I'm receiving the body of Christ right now. If you can say amen to that, you should be easily able to submit to anything else that the church teaches. Are you willing to submit yourself to the body of Christ, the church? Continue to receive the sacraments. Continue to receive the Holy Spirit. Continue to receive the strength that he has for us so that we can go out and be the witnesses that he calls us to be. Do not be afraid, brothers and sisters, but go out and preach the gospel with love.